0: What is going on, Devils fans? For the first time in a while, it is, of course, your boy, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano. And welcome to a much anticipated episode of the Devil State of Mind podcast. Right here on the Hockey Podcast Network, as well as Sports Wire Radio. The best place to get everything you need to know about your stadium series victors, new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having an absolutely fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. And thank you, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. I always greatly, greatly appreciate it, and if you were at the Stadium Series this past weekend, just like myself, you still got to be absolutely buzzing from what was a phenomenal day overall, and a phenomenal game by the New Jersey Devils, and that is really what we're going to talk about here today. We're going to go through everything that happened from start to finish. It's going to be an action-packed episode. We're also going to be looking at looking ahead to next year because starting next season the devils will be playing overseas to kick off the 2024-2025 season so it's not just on a national stage that fans want to see the devils They now want to see us on an international stage. And so that is really exciting. I'm also going to show you a couple of pictures that I took from my perspective over at the NHL Stadium Series. And then we will look to the week ahead because now we are kind of back to normal. Back to playing inside as opposed to outside in what should be another very, very big week for the New Jersey Devils starting on Tuesday. So... As always, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. And we'll drop the puck and we will quickly shout out our sponsors, which you can see here on YouTube. But for those who are listening on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, You already know to shout out DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network and sports fans. With the NHL season and NBA seasons down to the wire here, the playoff push is upon us. We also have spring training for Major League Baseball underway. We are getting close to March Madness. And so with all that going on and more, DraftKings Sportsbook is your number one destination to get in on all the huge cash prizes. So make sure to use our promo code THPN when you sign up. Bet just $5 and you get $200 in free bets. So make sure you sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook again using promo code THPN. Shout out to SeatGeek. Make sure to use my code State OF MIND to get $20 off your first purchase of any sporting event or concert event of your choosing. Again, by using promo code State of Mind. And last but certainly not least, make sure to use my promo code DEVILSTATE at Horns of Tail Napa Valley to get 10% off all delicious tasting wines with custom Devils logos on them in different pictures. It's absolutely phenomenal. Very, very awesome. So make sure you guys go check it out. It is the perfect gift for the Devils fan like yourself or the Devils fans in your life. So make sure again, promo code DevilState to get 10% off your orders at Horns and Tails. So, as always, a big shout out and thank you to all of our sponsors here with the Devil State of Mind podcast and the Hockey Podcast Network. So, now let's shift in to recapping what was a tremendous, tremendous week, weekend, Saturday night, well, Saturday day overall uh, at the NHL Stadium Series. Yes, of course. If you follow us on social at devil state of mine on Instagram and devil state on Twitter, you know that I was there. I got there as soon as the gates open. I went to so many different tailgates. So I'll, I hung out with so many awesome people that I've met through social media. You already know who you are when I mention it and. I got to spend it with all the people that I truly love and appreciate so much. And I thank everybody for making, you know, that day a special day for me and for many other people as well. It was truly an awesome first couple of hours before we got into the stadium. The first big thing that everybody was curious about is what were the Flyers and Devils going to be wearing? heading into MetLife Stadium, you knew with this being a special event that they were going to bring out something, where some uh, special outfits. And here is what both teams went with. Philadelphia Flyers went with the Rocky theme, which I thought was pretty cool. But of course, because we're in New Jersey and because you know it is a heavily Italian state and you know that Sopranos is one of the most watched shows out there, that the Devils would decide to go with the Sopranos look. The uh, runner's jacket, some of them got the gold chains. John Marino, and I forgot who else, uh, went with just the white shirt. And apparently that's how John Marino got sick and didn't practice today. But nonetheless, we keep going. But as you can see here on the right side of your screen, Nico Heischer, Eric Holler, Brandon Smith, Looking very Italian in this one. Nico Giescher later said that it was his idea uh, to do the Sopranos look. And everybody walked into uh, the locker room and saw the outfits back at The Rock. And you knew that that's what they were going to go with. So that is an awesome, awesome jersey thing to do by Nico Giescher, who's now one of the longest tenured players um, here in New Jersey for the Devils as of now. So that is really, really awesome. So, both teams, I think, kind of nailed it out of the park with their own kind of shout out to where they're from. So a great kind of first start to the uh, to the whole event for sure. And uh, I mean, it's it's not a surprise that the Devils went uh, down the road of uh, the Sopranos. I was I was kind of wondering where they were going to go, but I had a I had a pretty good I had a pretty good feeling that it was going to end up being a Sopranos look. And also Jesper Brett and Timo Meyer. Um, Drinking out of uh, espresso cups going in, so that was a nice little uh, little thing of both of them. Did. I'm surprised not everybody on the team did that, but nonetheless, uh, a great, great, uh, a great start to this whole stadium series um, spectacle. The other thing that should be mentioned was it was Lindy Ruff's birthday at the stadium series on Saturday. So happy belated birthday! To head coach Lindy Ruff. So that just added on an extra layer of motivation for the boys to try to get a win for their head coach. And also for the Devils, as you know, we've talked about this was an opportunity to cap off a really, really big week for the de- for this team. So, you know, you started off the week with back-to-back wins against Seattle and then Nashville. You finally were able to win both games of a back-to-back for the first time all year, which is just So, so much of a relief that they're able to do that. Lost a tough one against the Kings on Thursday, but a chance here to bounce back and end up getting three out of a possible four games of this week. And I said at the beginning of the week that it was going to be, it needed to be a big week for this team to get themselves back into a, uh, into a playoff position or pretty close to it as the Devils are still a couple of points behind Detroit. For that second wildcard spot and still a couple of points behind the Flyers for a top three spot in the Metropolitan Division. So you knew going into this game already, you know, playoff imp- implications, a divisional battle. You got Lindy Ruff's birthday. You got the entire hockey world focused on New Jersey. And for the first time in 16 years, the Devils were playing a game at, you know, in the Meadowlands. That is absolutely awesome. There was so much Going on. And obviously, again, Lindy Ruff's birthday was just one of the several things. So, again, um, you know, a belated happy birthday to uh, head coach Lindy Ruff. Now, right before the boys took the ice um, to get ready for this game, Lindy Ruff decided to bring in a very special guest to announce the starting lineup for this one. And I couldn't think of a better guy with the energy and enthusiasm and passion that this guy has, better than the Subinator, PK Subin, just came running into the locker room. He immediately said, how about those devils? He had a phrase for every guy that uh, that he announced. He started with um, with Lindy Ruff. I think he said he's big, he's tough, he's Lindy Ruff. Then he went to, I think uh, I think he went to Nico Heischer and said something like, He's sturdy and he lives in Jersey City or whatever. It was, it was the funniest thing ever. And he called him uh, Nico Hichalza or whatever the heck he called him. You got, you got to go watch the video to know what I'm talking about. Then he went to Brett. Andre Palat went to, uh, I think it was Luke Hughes. And then uh, he went to John Marino. And then, of course, he finished off with Nico Dawes, High-fived him the entire uh locker room was fired up, ready to go. And you know, PK Sue would say, Hey, I love everybody here in this locker room. Have a great night. Let's go, Devils. I think that was a great starting point right before the game started to get the boys fired up and ready to go to play this game. And I thought that was absolutely awesome. Both teams got introduced, and before actually, those teams got introduced, you knew you knew what we had to talk about this as it was announced. Many months ago, we knew about it from the start. And, of course, you had uh, the Jonas Brothers performing a 30-minute pregame concert. They also did uh, perform for about... 10 to 12 minutes uh, during the second intermission. And even though from where I was sitting in the 300s on uh, the audio not being great, I still was able to hear a pretty decent amount of the concert. I thought they did a phenomenal job. This was the first time for me that I ever got to see the Jonas Brothers play live, you know, New Jersey based. Um, and I thought they did well. They put out all of the bangers. They certainly put out all of the bangers uh, in this one. Also, Gaslight Anthem was there as well as it was announced later on closer to the stadium series. Not only did they perform during the first period intermission, but they performed their song, Howl, which we all know is the Devil's Goal song at The Rock. Uh, They performed it every time the Devil scored. And so the hope was for us that they would have to play it a bunch of times um, so that we could hear it live, which I thought was a really, really cool thing that the NHL did, but overall, I think the musical performances were were great. I thought they were really great, um, and that they were New Jersey based. They, you know, the NHL did a phenomenal job of promoting this as this game is in New Jersey. This is all about Jersey, and I thought that it was. It, I don't think it could have gone any better. Maybe if you had, you know, John Bon Jovi or Bruce Springsteen performing as well. He probably couldn't afford it, knowing the NHL, and they don't like money. But nonetheless, um, you know, I think it was a great, great job. Uh, Anyway, um, you also had the saxophonist from uh, the E Street Band, Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band, performed the national anthem with his saxophone. It was probably one of the best national anthems I've ever heard because – I'm kind of more of a fan of when they use instruments as opposed to someone singing and you just let the crowd sing it, uh, which I thought, you know, gave me, you know, goosebumps. It wasn't just the cold that was giving me goosebumps. It was, uh, it was also the national anthem. It was really cool. We were told there was supposed to be a flyover. That didn't happen. The Rangers and Islanders the following day got the nice little, uh, flyover, which I thought was a load of garbage, but whatever. Still a really, really, uh, exciting way to get them. To get, uh, to get everybody fired up, you know, to start this game. And then right before puck drop, you knew that there was going to have to be a ceremonial puck drop. And what better guy to, you know, represent not only the Devils, but the state of hockey in New Jersey. And that is the GOAT. And that is Martin Road door dropping the ceremonial puck drop with Nico Heischer and just recently named captain of the Philadelphia Flyers, Sean Couturier, at center ice. And so there was so much spectacle, so much excitement around it. And then finally, finally, it was time to drop the puck and get this stadium series underway and the devils and in more and more particularly nico he wasted little time as 32 seconds in the captain scored on a breakaway going through the legs of sam erickson into the back of the net and the devils grabbed the one nothing lead it was the second fastest goal to open up an outdoor game in nhl history and the captain Got the team going, leading by example, and that place was rocking right from the start. Rocking. And the Devils really never looked back from that, honestly. Because if you look at how the game ended up going, they never, never really got the fly, never really put the Flyers in a position where they thought, well, maybe we could come back. They they constantly frustrated the Flyers, even when the Flyers gave uh, the Devils their best. their best shot. But Nico Kiescher getting the boys rolling right away. And then later on in that first period, Tyler Toffoli with an open net was able to knock the puck into the net and give the Devils a 2 nothing lead. Tyler Toffoli, his fourth goal of his career outdoors. He now ties David Pasternak for the most goals scored in outdoor uh, NHL history. So that is a really, really awesome feat. He had a couple of other good opportunities to uh, to grab that lead, to grab the uh, overall all-time lead, but nonetheless, an awesome goal there. Got the Devils up to, and that's where things were at the end of the first period. So, you know, through 20 minutes, as a, you know, from a devil's perspective, you got to be pumped up. Devils came out firing, looking like that. They were just going to absolutely run away with this game. And, uh, it didn't feel like that in the second period, as the Flyers came out and really, really dominated. Honestly, they, they played a really, really good second period. Owen Tippett finally got the Flyers on the board. He would uh, end up getting uh, another goal later on in this period, but it was two to one. You know, the Flyers just kept coming and coming, and you felt like at some point that the Flyers were going to, uh, were going to tie the game. Not on Brendan Smith's watch as Brendan Smith on a back can on a rebound, crashing the net was able to beat Sam Erickson to uh, give the Devils back the two to two goal lead. I don't think I flipped out. Uh, in person for a goal any bigger than I did when Brendan Smith, of all people, scored. And I even said at one of the tailgates, I said, I have a funny suspicion that Brendan Smith is going to have a big game tonight. And sure enough, number two certainly did that as he got a big goal. That made it 3-1, to but the Devils were not done. As just seconds later, Nate Bastion, of all people, sniping one. Top shelf over the glove side of Erson to give the Devils a 4-0 lead. And as you see here on the screen, pulling out the Tommy DeVito, quarterback of the New York Giants. Celebration again, about as jersey as one could do it. Absolutely. Oh, chef's kiss. Love it. Love it. And it was a nasty goal. And if you go back to Curtis Lazar being mic'd up, he was laughing his ass off hysterically. Couldn't be any happier for, for one of his closest friends on the team. And that gave the Devils a 4-1 lead. Uh, and as I mentioned before, Owen Tippett would get another goal. That made it 4-2, to and that's where things stood at the end of two periods of play. So after 40 minutes, the Devils had scored two goals in both the first and second periods. And despite being heavily outplayed in that second period... The Devils were still up two, going into the final frame, and so I was going into this uh, this third period just just hoping that the Devils would not allow the Flyers to get back in this one, and that they would secure the victory. And you know it was a little back and forth to kind of to kind of start this uh, this third period, and things continued to get chippy. Really physical. Several fights, Brandon Smith got into a fight. At one point, Colin Miller's helmet was just thrown by Garnet Hathaway, halfway across the ice. Uh, Travis Konechny just slashed Brandon Smith well after the whistle. He certainly didn't forget when Smith did that to him earlier this year when the Devils and Flyers were in Philadelphia. This was bad blood. This was both teams hating one another. This was truly the battle of the New Jersey Turnpike for sure. And then in the third period, it was the captain once again off a beautiful feed from Jesper Pratt as Nico Geischer sniped one past Airson for his second goal of the night. His third point of the night as he had gotten an assist earlier, and that made it five to two uh, New Jersey, as that was a big time goal to get the Devils back up by three fairly early into the third period. Nico Heesher continued to have a phenomenal game in his first ever outdoor game uh the sealer would end up getting a goal for the flyers that made it five to three and really we got late about two you know three minutes to go in the game and you felt pretty secure the only question was where was nico heischer gonna be able to get the hat trick and he had an open net took a shot but it ended up hitting the post and uh he did not get another opportunity. And then Nate Bastion was able to get a breakaway to put the puck into the back of the net to make it six to three, getting his second goal of the game. And the Devils were able to secure a well deserved six to three win in the 2024 NHL Stadium Series with this one, six to three over the Flyers. It was phenomenal. It just ended what was a truly unforgettable day. I've said it multiple times over the last couple of days, uh, moments that will last a lifetime. It felt so emotional for me and so many people. It was the culmination of so many things. And I want to shout out Brendan Smith in particular because other than getting a Gordie trick, he had a goal and an assist and a fight in this game. He probably had one of the best quotes of the night in saying, uh, I don't think it's it's been said enough how great our fans are. They are really the seventh, you know, guy on the team. They, they really come out and support us day in and day out through all the ups and downs. And this was truly for them. And so I want to thank Brendan Smith for that, that compliment. Because remember, this is only the second year for Brendan Smith, but it's certainly been one hell of an up and down uh, experience for him many a times. And we all... We all have our different opinions on Brendan Smith. Whether uh, whether you like him, you don't like him, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know he was able to produce as well as several other guys in this stadium series. And of course, Nico Heischer had the comment of uh, of the century right after the game, being interviewed by Emily Kaplan. Uh, the interview was uh, broadcasted throughout the arena, so you could hear it over the loudspeakers. And of course, of course, Nico Heisher. With probably the defining quote that really just kind of brought everything together. And it he said straight up, it was fucking amazing. And it certainly was fucking amazing. No doubt about it. This was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. The boys were buzzing. It was a well-deserved win. Give credit where credit is due to Nico Dawes stopping 45 of 48 shots he faced to set the new record for most saves in an outdoor game in NHL history. He also became just the third goalie, rookie goalie, excuse me, to win an outdoor game. It was, it was great. There was so many different things that you looked at and said, you know, this was phenomenal. This was phenomenal. It was an, it was just an overall great day. And I can't express that enough, just how much I loved every single second of it. And it's up there as top three, maybe even top two biggest memories that I have as a Devils fan and as a hockey fan. It was absolutely phenomenal. And um, now at the time of this recording, uh, this stadium series game is the second most attended stadium series game in NHL history. And The sixth highest attended outdoor game in NHL history. So, Jersey came out strong and showed up for this game. And I want to give credit to everybody that went to that game. All Devils fans out there, you already know who I'm talking about from left and right. You guys came out in waves and showed your support. This was truly for all of us. We all deserve this. Big time, and most importantly, a huge—probably the two biggest points of the season for the Devils—as it keeps gets them just a bit closer in the Metropolitan Division standings, and it keeps them fairly on pace to get back into a wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. And so, hopefully, this type of win can propel this team moving forward throughout the rest of this regular season, hopefully beyond into the playoffs. And we'll see what happens if and when we get to that point. And lastly here, before I wrap up this portion of the episode, I really just again want to give a personal thank you to every single person I got a chance to meet, talk with, hang out, spend time, interact with, whether on social and certainly in person throughout the day on Saturday. I cannot thank you guys enough for all the support you give me. All the support you give uh to just everybody that I work with, this meant the world to me. It, it meant the world. I'm actually getting a bit emotional. It meant the world to me how much people care. How much people care about the Devil State of Mind podcast, how much people care about someone like me who's just simply trying to live out a dream. Um, and I, I can't thank you enough. And you know who you know who you are. Uh, we'll be here all day. If I go through the list of everybody that I interacted with and saw and spent time with it, you all made it even better than I could have imagined. Uh, I knew it was going to be a special day. I didn't know it was going to be as special as it, as it ended up being. It was a phenomenal day from start to finish. And I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I appreciate all the support. I appreciate the patience. It's been a while since I've done a podcast episode. Things have been really, really hectic around my, you know, You know where I'm at, but I really appreciate everybody's support, no matter what. It, it, it truly means the world to me, and you guys are the reason that I keep doing this. And days like Saturday night is what keeps me going. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing more amazing events like that uh, down the road. And it was truly phenomenal. And I just want to show uh, you guys a couple of pictures that I have. So this is uh, this is. Basically where the Brat Pack tailgate was uh, in L5 in the parking lot. Um, it was great. It was one of the many tailgates that I went to. I went to uh, the Let's Go Devils podcast one. I went to a couple of friends. I do want to specifically shout out the Empire Supporters Club Um who are a supporter section for the New York Red Bulls of Major League Soccer. I'm friends with a lot of the guys that are there. My good, my best friend Steve is part of that. Um, Matt Sia, who's one of the uh, head honchos of it, just put on a great uh, tailgate. We had a lot of fun. Um, Jack, Nat, all these guys. You guys are great, and um, yeah, I was so happy I got to check it out. Shout out to uh, you know. Um, Got out the Devil's Fanatics and Devil's Dot Report, aka the Hellraisers, for putting on a great tailgate that I had a chance to go check out as well. Um, it was great. It was honestly a really, really great, um, great time. And uh, I'm so happy that I got to go to all these different tailgates and uh, see everything like that. This is actually where I was sitting in section 322. So I was on the side where the devil shot twice. And you could see that it was a little bit hard with the glare from the lights onto the ice. The audio from up there wasn't great, but overall, I still loved my time there. Um, you know, regardless, it was an absolutely phenomenal night. Uh, let's see here. This is where uh, the devil, the Stadium Series pregame festival was. A bunch of us together as a group went in and checked it all out. It was actually pretty cool. Um, it was actually, you know, and I just the lines were long, but I heard the food was good. The activities seemed to be a lot of fun. It was absolutely great that um, that they put that on. I, I thought the NHL did a really, really good job overall of uh, Of doing this and and I'm really glad that uh, I'm really glad that I got to be a part of it But lastly here the fun didn't end the following day on Sunday I had a chance to go to Calandra's bakery a great great bakery up in Caldwell, New Jersey It's more up north for all of you Northerners, it's uh, not terribly far away from the rock. I think it's like 20 minutes, maybe less from the Prudential Center, um, and the reason I was there is because it was a night out with Nico, as a bunch of us got to go and spend a couple of hours having some great food and getting a chance to do some trivia, and of course, get some autographs and pictures with the captain, Nico Heischer, less than 24 hours after an absolutely Phenomenal performance by him. And uh, as you can see right here, your boy, of course, got the pleasure of meeting Nico Heischer, getting a picture with him. It was absolutely tremendous to meet him. Super nice guy. Great personality. I showed him Backhanded Devil's, um, you know, picture that or edit that he made where it says, you know, this fucking awesome. And Nico Heischer said to me that. He's never going to live that down. It's going to follow him for the rest of his career. But yeah, it was really great to, uh, meet him. It was the second time I ever met him. And he did actually sign my Nico Heischer black jersey jersey. As you can see on the bottom right there, he got this. He, uh, he signed it for me, which was really, really nice. And so I want to thank Nico Heischer. I want to thank Emily LaBeouf of Sports Minded. Um, the sports minded memorabilia. I want to thank Calandra's Bakery for putting on a great event just less than 24 hours after that stadium series, uh, after the stadium series performance. And again, yeah, it was just there was, I was still buzzing from last night, from the night before, and this just capped it off. It capped off a great, great weekend for myself and for many New Jersey Devils fans. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm still over the moon about it all. And um, again, let me know what you guys think of uh, or what were your overall thoughts of the entire experience? If you were there, let me know your experience in the comment section and everything in between would absolutely love to interact with you guys here on YouTube as well as everywhere on social media. And last but certainly not least, we did get some news not too long ago as according to Dave Pagnata of the fourth period, the Buffalo Sabres will visit Munich for an exhibition play and then take on the New Jersey Devils in Prague, Czechia for two games to kick off the 2024-25 season. So for the second time ever, the Devils will be traveling across The Atlantic heading into Europe to play in the global series. The last time they did that was a handful of years ago when they played in Switzerland. And then they played a couple of games to start the year in Sweden as well. So it's a really, really exciting time to be a New Jersey Devils fan. And the fun of being in these big events is just going to continue going into next season. But overall, this was a Absolutely 1000% phenomenal weekend for the New Jersey Devils, for the entire fan base. A massive two points in an amazing spectacle, and hopefully the Devils will get a chance to do something like this again in the very near future. And so now going into this upcoming week, you got the Washington Capitals in DC on Tuesday, then on Thursday, a massive showdown at The Rock against the New York Rangers, another big divisional battle here. And then on the weekend, it is another back-to-back two, two matinees on Saturday and Sunday, both at home. Uh, two, on Saturday, they take on the Montreal Canadiens. And then at 1 o'clock or 12, I think it's 1 or 12, uh, the Devils are at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I believe it is 1 o'clock. Um, my... Uh, one of my uh, producers who's watching me um, confirmed that it is one o'clock uh, for this one. So uh, nonetheless, it is. so I'm going to be at both uh, with a couple of people. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I hope to see a lot of you guys at The Rock as always. And I am going to be live with Jimmy Finizzi of the Blue Seats podcast, which covers New York Rangers here on THPN, for a live watch-along of the Devils-Rangers game on Thursday. Kyle Manifold will also be with us. Make sure you guys go over to THPN's YouTube channel and get and uh, hit that notification bell. Unsubscribe if you haven't already um, so you get notified when we go live on Thursday at 7 o'clock for Devils-Rangers. It's going to be a lot of fun. But thank you guys so much for checking out this edition of the Devils-State of Mind podcast. Thank you, as always, for all the support and everything that you guys do It absolutely means the world to me. And uh, I thank you all as always. Make sure to follow us here on all of our social media platforms and uh, continue to interact um, with me. I love every single one of you guys. So thank you all very much. And we will see you in the next episode. Everyone continue to be the awesome people that you are. And as I always say at the end of every episode, let's go Devils, baby.